Welcome back to another episode of the Circle of Content Podcast, featuring me, your host, Mr. Evan. Mr. Evan. (laughs) That's all I'm going with. As always, the beautiful, stunning, gorgeous, Mrs. Lexus Evan. (laughs) It's that weird thing. That you do on wedding invitations. Mr. and Mrs. Oh, Evan Morello. Yeah. So you're Mrs. Evan tonight. Sounds good. <laughs> also here, Mr. Alex. <laughs> How's everybody doing? And Mr. Nicholas Mills. Hola. How you doing, everyone? He is back for a full episode this time. You may have caught him on the tail end of the games episode where we played Bean Boozled. If you haven't listened to that, go over... Go over to our page and check it out. Don't forget to click like and subscribe <laughs> for some more content. Uh, you might have noticed we were gone for a little bit. The summer got the best of us, you know, slept in, partied late, hung out with the family, went on vacation. We had a good vacation. We've just been, you know, wandering around the earth. No technology, <laughs> no access to anything, really, except for water and food. So, um,. Hey, that's more than they had at Woodstock. It's nice to be. <laughs> it's technology. <laughs> so we hope you guys are still along for the ride. Um, tonight's episode, we're going to get into it now, is on music festivals. We did do one that was live music, but this is going to be more of the festival aspect of it. Which we said, we're going to branch off from our old topics. We're doing it. See, we're not liars. <laughs> we don't lie. So I wanted to start off with a quick pop-up game. Yay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Look, we don't even have to go back and edit in class. <laughs> no. We'll do all the sound effects from now on. Do you guys want me to participate in the game, or should it just be you three? I feel like you're just going to win. <laughs> do we need a reader? or? No, it's uh, the game is... Uh, we're going to do the game where you have to think of something... And keep going until someone forgets. Like what lyrics? does that have anything to do with <laughs> The topic festival? of it is going to be music festivals. So you have to think of a music festival oh. and then it's going to go to him. That way we're going to just put out all the music festivals in our head that we okay. know right now. No, get your phone <laughs> down. Brilliant, brilliant. I don't so this know is any. this is the way to introduce all the festivals we can think of. That way we don't have to sit here and, you know, aimlessly throw them out there. Okay. I'm totally going to lose. It's Okay. We're Let's all go. losers here. Take a <laughs> I mean, there's no losers here. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. All right, should I participate? Yeah. Okay. Am I going to start? Sure. So it'll be me, you. If you pause for longer than three seconds, you're out, and then it'll go and keep going until one winner. Okay. And that winner will receive... Nothing. Where's the drum roll? <laughs> A ham and cheese lunchable. <laughs> Wait, then I definitely have to win. <laughs> I'll just say Lexus could be upset. <laughs> All right, so I'll start it off. Ready? Coachella. Woodstock '69. Firefly. XT. Warp Tour. <laughs> Woodstock '94. <laughs> that counts. Okay. No, it's just one name, though. No, it's okay. You're just naming years. I could go Warp Tour 08, Warp Tour 07, Warp Tour. Alright, I'll do better. Bamboozle. (laughs) Oktoberfest? 
Probably. I'll count it. Lollapalooza. Barefoot country. <laughs> I just read oh, that. Yeah. Bonnaroo? Yeah. I... Three, two, one. Uh, Actually, how big totally does a music festival, like, when does it count? Um, like, when are they like, this isn't just a concert anymore, this is a festival. <laughs> yeah. I feel like usually... Because, like, you know how they do, like, the 94.5 like, or, like, the... Like, the Jingle that. Ball or something like that? Yeah. Uh, I feel like... Oh, I just thought of one. A festival usually entails of, like, a weekend or... Multiple dates. Multiple dates. Or multiple stages, at least, and multiple, like, vendors right. and things going on there. It's more of, like, a festival rather than you're just going to a concert. Because yeah, wasn't there just a musical festival this past weekend that everyone's like, did you go to Music Fest? It's well, there's different. An, you're giving out you're giving out key answers here. I don't know the name. It's called Music Fest. Oh, uh, <laughs> was it uh, XTU recently though? That, that was last weekend, weekend as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's Saturday. Right, well, I'm out. I just thought of it. You're out. Yeah, because I don't know any, and I'm just looking them up now. Okay, me and you, Al. Showdown. Ready? We'll start oh, again. That's a good one. Start from. I'll start it. Um, South by Southwest. What the hell is that? What is that? <laughs> Uh, Look it up, it's real. I don't see it, but... Three, two, one. Yeah. Get me the Launchable! Oh, <laughs> I was gonna whisper him one. <laughs> I actually thought that's, of one. That's what, what you I got? Made in America? Yeah. I'd say that's one. I when think you said the multiple, weekend thing, I was like, stages, ah. There's a lot. A couple dates for that. Yeah. There's a lot of foreign ones, too, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Burning Man, I think that's a music festival. I've never heard of that. That's something we should talk about if you want to put it on our agenda for Burning Man because I saw something about it the other day. It's like Burning Man isn't. I got to find it. What kind of music it. is it? It's like I'll, I'll I'll bring it up in a minute. We'll talk about it. Okay. Let's a burning talk person, about. a man. <laughs> um, from there on out. <laughs> sure. Play music while doing it. <laughs> Charge it. I'm trying. What what list do you have? Oh, is it a list of festivals? Yeah. There's, There's also, a lot, but... What's that other one? The one they used to do at Camden. It was like hard rock. It was like rock star energy. Like Mayhem. May, Mayhem Fest or whatever. And there used to be the Christian one. Uh, Rev Jen. Rev Jen. Yeah. <laughs> um, Summerfest. Summerfest. Never heard of that. Oh, and then you have like the festivals, like the um, electronic festivals. Yeah. Like the like EDM uh, ones. Yeah. Like uh, Electric like Forest and... and the other one there's another one that's like a big one oh, i just saw it recently for like edm type music yeah electric forest that one and then there's another one it's like isn't coachella like more uh no that's like cal it's more like coachella's more like lavish but it's it's like lavish <laughs> like it's like expensive like california yeah. culture yeah. like if you look at that it one. like people wear like extravagant outfits too well, yeah. I guess not but more like if that makes sense Upstate. rather than just like yeah like definitely yeah. different than some of the other ones EDC it's probably so expensive too well I think it is I think it's Coachella. more of an expensive thing because yeah. it's like in California yeah. and the lineups are usually it's like huge. Yeah. fun fact Woodstock tickets were like $18 back in the day what a steal right so what's the other fun fact about Woodstock Oh, there's so many. Well, the first <laughs> one that has to do with today. I don't know. Today's the anniversary. Oh, of today's the. <laughs> uh, I feel like it was yesterday through 
today and tomorrow. So like the oh, 15th, we're in the 16th, <laughs> we're in the time. Yes, we're in that. It's all an Instagram post, and it said like on this day, however many years ago. Well, I guess it was Woodstock. What sixty four was the first one or sixty nine? Sixty nine. Am I right, guys? It's the fifty second anniversary. All right, so. And then 52 years from now, we'll be recording this podcast. It'll be the 52nd anniversary of that. Who knows? Maybe it'll be back. Yeah, we'll have a... I don't know if our world... I don't know we'll if survive our world that can... long? No, I don't know if we could handle something like that a in Woodstock? today's world. Oh my which God, is ironic wild. because Woodstock was about peace and love and... Peace. Well, was Live Aid a festival? Or is that... Oh, yeah, I think so. Never heard of it. Live Aid? Really? Come on, Aid. What kind of music was it? Live Aids were like that, like, big... I told... I talked to you about it recently, I feel like, where they had, like, Queen performed. Like, their, like, most famous show where Queen came out and, like, the whole fans, like, Freddie Mercury did, like, the... And everybody was like... <laughs> like he was just... They were copying everything he was doing. I and it was saw like, that video. And yeah, like, it's, it's in the movie, too. The most recent one, it was, like, all around the... Like, that's what they did. It's all yeah. around the world. And it was in Philadelphia. It was many years ago. Yeah. It was in the It was on TV, I remember. Definitely sounds familiar. What's the other one? Oh, iHeartRadio. I, I guess that's that. kind of... You said say that. That's like a festival, I guess. Yeah. It kind is. Of, it was on the call, list. Yeah. Cool. That's a newer one. Yeah. Um, so, the reason that our, our interest was peaked to do this topic was because we just watched a documentary on Woodstock... 1999 which if you haven't watched it yet go check it out it's very interesting we also watched an, uh, another documentary on another music festival called Firefest. if you didn't watch that one what's the did you hear about that one no i didn't hear about that all right which one should we talk about first um did my voice just do that? Yeah, did something yeah. weird. <laughs> I think did you. <laughs> Thought you were about to lay down some sweet melody. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't know. They they both have like similar components. They were like, disasters in a way. <laughs> so fun disasters. Let's well, the do... one so kind of the one not so much. Let's do. So Firefest. We'll talk about yeah. that one first. So. No spoiler alert! If you're gonna watch the documentary, we're gonna talk about it a little bit, but <laughs> it's still something that's like to see the visuals yeah. of it to go watch. So it was like, it's basically I want to like read. What yeah, go ahead. If read you the like description. Google it. It says Firefest was a failed, fraudulently marketed luxury music festival founded by Billy McFarland, CEO of Fire Media, and rapper Ja Rule. That's right, he was involved. Um, it Murder was created eight. with the intent of promoting the company's Fire app for booking music talent. So the yeah, so the idea of the company was like they were gonna get these high profile artists and people that like had money could go on and like, oh, I'm gonna book Ja Rule to come play my event or my birthday party. Kinda like how like cameo you can go on and get like a message from like a famous person. You could go on and book a show from a famous person and you wouldn't have to like go through like a venue, like, Oh, I'm having a private party and I wanna book, you know someone you know, I yeah. who knows what they would have been able to get but Basically, the guy. You gotta plug it into like a main source. Well, I think because the moving. No, you're going through this, which is going through that, which is going through that. But it was just working, I'm saying, and then we moved and turned off. Regardless, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so the guy that started it was just like a huge scam artist and like he like got all these people like he had employees and everything and like they came up with this idea of like a good way to launch this company that they're trying to start was like have this big music festival and they're like oh where are we gonna have it blah 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 and they're like well there's this island that was somewhere it's like it's just like a small island that it, it has people that live on it but not a lot and like there's not a lot of resources and stuff and like he was like had this idea to throw this festival there and like they just Saturday, did not okay they didn't was that the island name you're finding yeah it was it was like a pablo escobar island or something something <laughs> weird no i'm dead serious yeah. like, like it was like one of his islands that like somehow this guy was able to throw a concert there or something like that <laughs> I'm not getting this all completely accurate. It was a two-weekend music festival on a private island in the Bahamas, previously owned by drug lord Pablo Escobar. (laughs) But they didn't have many, though, right? What's that? They didn't have many because of the whole fraud thing, right? They didn't have any. Oh, they didn't have any. Okay, that's what I thought. Well, they sold the tickets. This is the craziest part. They sold the tickets and, like, spoiler alert, big spoiler alert, but, like, (laughs) people showed up and there was no music festival. There wasn't even, like... There wasn't stages even like set up. there wasn't st- <laughs> there was like half yeah. stages set up. There was like there's nowhere for anyone to stay. People yeah. like bought tickets that okay. included like a little rental tent site and then no, like a, a rental luxury, luxury. cabana, yeah. like <laughs> like luxury luxury glamping. Like they paid like it was all rich people. Yeah, like that bought it. Like not rich had, people, like, but like people that had money. Like oh, I'm just throwing out ten grand for a ticket. Like literally. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, the along the way, they would, like, upgrade their tickets. Like, oh, you can get this experience, buy this. So people are buying these upgraded stuff and all this stuff. And, like, Blink-182 was supposed to be there. They had all these artists that were, like, listed to be there. And then, like, because of lack of communication and everything between, like, this guy, he, like, it just went downhill fast. Like, and they had, like, so they, like, the way they did it, though, was because of social media now, like, they had all these models come out and do this shoot, like big models, like one of the genders, like one of the Bella Hadid or something, like all these popular models, like today that like they you were know, like said people. like visuals of this like extravagant. Yeah, so they did this like extravagant photo was, shoot, but and like all these people, and they had all these famous people send out like this like on the same day, like post this Instagram story. Uh, on your thing and it's like hashtag firefest and like so all you see is all these famous people posting like firefest like oh well, I gotta go to that I gotta go to that and like they like they oversold extremely yeah, and under it just never happened like so people got flights there crazy. and ended up there and and there's there's I, I won't go too I've gone pretty far into it already but like yeah they like screw so many people and it's it's pretty unbelievable I remember seeing like videos of people there like Showing all the Suffering. people, like, yeah, they, they were like stages, supposed to get like luxury like, food, and yeah. like they got like a piece bread of bread to like eat so they could like survive. And then they so were it like, turned into Survivor, yeah, <laughs> and it was like rained, I think. And like, so all the beds that they had were really literally just like cots, like airport cots. And like, remember, people were locked in the airports with like no food and water, yeah. it was insane, what? yeah. And then the employees that like worked there to build it and stuff, like, hardly any of them got paid, like. So when this guy showed up to the island, they like had like they like wanted his head. He's in jail. Is he now still? Yeah. Cause he like he actually just released a podcast in April, I think. He did. Yeah, he's there. Really? There's From something jail? like something. He's 
Because he, like, <laughs> got caught for this, and it was a big deal, and he screwed so many people. Yeah. And then he just went on to, like, the next thing that was another scam. Yeah. Like, and, like, was just, like, somewhere else trying to scam someone else with a yeah. whole new company idea. And he had, like, hired all these people that were working countless hours trying to get this app up, like, all this stuff, like... How do you get so many people involved? Like, so many, like, famous people I think involved. he was just, like... I think a, he paid... They paid a lot of people to advertise it, I think. And there were uh, people uh, that they didn't pay, though, too. Yeah, like, there was true. a point where he had money. Like, he was, like, a rich person at that yeah. point, but then, like, he was just spending all this money that he didn't have. He was opening, like, credit accounts and all yeah. this stuff. But so, how... There's so, one, the one story is crazy, and I basically told the whole documentary. So, <laughs> good thing I said spoiler alert in the meeting. But the one guy is like, so the one guy on it was a, a gay guy, and he was trying to get like, he was trying to get something for the festival. Like one of the workers, he's like, he needed to get it done. And he's like, he literally says in the documentary, he's like, I was about to suck this guy's dick for him to oh do what we God. needed to do. Like he was dead ass, and he's like, he's like, I didn't know what else to do. He's and like, it was because there was nothing Billy else was I could offer. Yeah, yeah, like he's like, there was nothing else I could do. And he's like, I was literally about to do that. He's like, I don't know how my life got to this point. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. They well, had like, like mattresses like thrown in like it was Yeah, that's what I said. They were just because it, it rained and people muddy. were just like it was crazy. So he paid these I'm sorry, I don't want you to go too too far. We already that, have. But, we can't go back now. <laughs> but he paid these famous people. And the famous people didn't show either. So, like, uh, see, why I don't they know. Even they, that's, you gotta watch it to show. get that. Because I don't think. I think a lot of them weren't paid or started to, like. They weren't. There was nobody in charge of, like, reaching out to these artists and telling them the details. So, eventually, they were just like, this seems sketchy. We're not gonna play. Okay. So, then it looked bad for them. Like, Blink 182, like, you can look it up. Like, they felt bad because they, like, told people where they were playing this festival and then they're pulling out of it and they're like, sorry, like. <sighs> I don't That's know. I, I don't even... I don't even... I don't think anyone performed, right? I think they played some kind of music over, like, loudspeakers. Like speakers. Yeah. And they, like, blasted it super loud so no one even knew what was going on. Yeah. Like, they were just like, just turn it up, keep cranking it, like... <laughs> Where's this music coming from? And, like, from? there was, like, these, like... There was, like, one bar there that was, like, a, you know, a town bar. Yeah. But it was kind of, like, a nice... Like, you know, like, an island bar, so it was, like, outside and stuff. But, like, when people got there, that was, like, the only place they could go. And they are like, we've been chaos. here for eight hours. And they're like, we don't know what to do now. Like, <laughs> we've been at this bar the whole time. And the worker there, she's, like, oh, yeah, you she's, so, she's nice. so, like, nice. She's, like, she's, like, I didn't know what to tell these people. She's, like, this Jamaican lady. And she's, like, I, I'm just working this bar. And everyone's coming up to her. All these people are just flooding into town asking about a music festival that, like, isn't happening. It's <laughs> crazy. I we ran out lunch. of alcohol. And it was like chaos. Like people were fighting for tents and like trying to get any kind of space they could. Well, and there I wasn't even enough room no, on the what, island like, for tents. That was the other like aspect of it was like people were like, haha, whatever. Like they're rich people. They paid so much yeah, for exactly. these tickets and spoil. But it's like, yeah, but still shouldn't get yeah. screwed out of it. Um, so... So the next documentary we just watched recently was Woodstock 99, which was, so, you were like, you didn't know, we, we still aren't completely educated on Woodstock and like. Yeah, it's, it's tough because there was three different years of it and like a lot of information blends together. Like. Like the good things that happened at them and the bad things that happened with them and people's perspective. 
Yeah, so the first one was in 1969, and it's like all the... It was on like a dairy farm in Bethel, New York, and they had, they kind of had like the similar issue of they had to like find a location for it, and their location backed out, so three weeks prior, they were like rushing to get it set up somewhere. Um, There was only three of them? That's what I was wondering. I I think there's There might have been more, but... There, I thought there that was, was like the ongoing one recently, and it it never ended up happening. I think. What I thought that was like the ongoing festival oh. back in like, like you said, like the sixties and seventies. Yeah, it I was... didn't know it was only like spot years. I thought it was like through the seventies. There was always a Woodstock. I don't know. That's what I thought. I would definitely have to Sorry, look it I'm up. Sorry, I'm talking from over here, like you guys can hear me. <laughs> Opie's. I don't know. I think. I mean the. The documentary I mean, get us a Google like, search. We got our Google machine. Say how many Woodstocks oh, were there. The first one was 69, and that was, like, the one where, like, you know, Jimi oh, Hendrix and hardcore. Janis Joplin, and it was, like, the one where you see all the famous shots of naked people laying yeah. down in the fields. and All the hippies. I think the guy that, Fires. one of the guys that I work with went to the original one, I'm pretty sure, and he said they, like, lost their car. He was like, we didn't know. <laughs> He's like, we just kept walking. We couldn't find our car. And then another guy I work with said he went to the one in 94, which was like a success as well. Well, success based off of whatever, how you want to measure yeah. success. But like when you hear the 99 story and the stuff that happened, it's like these other two weren't as like as much of a mess as these. Ones. Well, I can't say that about yeah. the 69 because I think you can probably read stories from both sides of things that happened. Like that were crazy. Yeah. yeah. There was about to be one two years ago for Woodstock 50, but it didn't happen. Um, I can't get a clear answer. I think it was just. Oh, 1994, 1969, 1979, 89. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, <laughs> I just read a whole thing. It's the nine years. 69, 79, 89, 94, 99, 2009, and 2019. That was the years. There was, was one active. in 2009. Well, that's what it's saying. So no, the one so th- every nine. So the one thing that happened with like that we found out from yeah. the documentary and like the other ones was like so they're throwing this festival, and. You know, they're charging money for the tickets, but the places they were throwing them at were, like, the first couple ones, at least, were, like, big field-type places or whatever. Because the first one was a farm, and uh, it ended up being a free concert. Because people just would go to, like, a gate and just walk it, like, just climb under it or climb over it. So it's, like, a big area that you're putting on this event, and it's, like, hard to contain people from it. So it went from being, like... 150,000 people that bought tickets or like 180 to 90,000 people that bought tickets to 400 to 500,000 people showing up. Yeah, so it's like... Wow. That would be insane. And like the places weren't prepared to have that many people and they didn't like fully think it through. So food, water, porta potties, there was medical tent, like there wasn't anything large enough to actually yeah. provide for that many people security was a joke like That's I mean none, none of what I'm saying is facts it's what I've yeah. Which that. one are you talking? You're talking about 1999 though, right? Yeah. Because that's the one that we All right, Opie. Oh my goodness. Come here. Sorry. Opie's making a an outrageous performance in this one. So Come dramatic. here. Just <laughs> putting his intel in, you know. Mark down twenty three thirty when we're gonna cut Opie out. (laughs) Come here. Come here. I can't pet you if you're over there. 
Fergie. Opie came from Woodstock. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I went to Woodstock. He's a little. So the funny, the the thing that like, I find funny, with the '99 one is like the lineup. Just from like a me as a viewer standpoint, without getting any information, is like '69. You see the lineup. It was like, like I was saying, Jimi Hendrix. Like all these like. Not that Jimi Hendrix is like peace and love, but kind of like all those like. Can you get us a, a like a screenshot of Woodstock '69 uh, lineup and just let's? Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some other people there, uh, like the Doors. I'm pretty sure. I I don't know because I keep getting them all mixed up because Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix ended the last so, the last set on one of them. No, they did a song. Red Hot Chili Peppers did a song by him. No, because people waited to see Jimi Hendrix. Okay, so maybe in 69. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Credence Clearwater Revival, Joe Cocker, Jefferson Airplane, Grateful Dead, Canteed, Santana, The Who, Joan Baez, Jones <laughs> <Alex is> just... <laughs> What a lineup. Um, that was that was 69 or 99? Oh, yeah, 69. and then you had, like, at the, the which one, 94 was the DMX? No, that was uh, 99. That was 99? That was the one we just watched. Oh, the latest, DMX. yeah. Is um, Biscuit there? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the big part of it. So, all right. So, all right. So let's go. The, the 69 lineup she just read, you know, rock and roll-ish. Because the 69 like, was based on... Far out. Like, three days of peace, love, and music. And it was like something specific to bring... Well, that's what like Woodstock that, was always supposed to be. Right. But it was like that type of music. At that time. At that time. There was like war going on. Well, it was the Vietnam. Right? <laughs> that's, a, I, I, that's a hell of a lineup for 69. I'm uneducated. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you look at that lineup, you're not thinking like... Here we go, I'm sorry. Yeah. The significance of this musical movement in 1969 was to make known the need to live in peace and stop the war. The festival whose beginning was given from August 15th to 18th to show the rejection that was against the policies of the system of that time and they did it through rock music so like there's a direct correlation with this lineup and what they wanted to like yeah push the significance of right (laughs) (laughs) the end right 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 (laughs) what she said but exactly what she's saying so you see that lineup and that kind of correlates with it i guess in a sense and, and how it went but then you look at like the 99 lineup and it was like Limp Bizkit, Rage Against the Machine, uh, I mean, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you don't think of it too much of it, but uh, Metallica, uh, you Limp got Biscuit. DMX was on it. Um, Everlast, Fat Boy Slim. Jimmy Nelson, Cheryl Crow, such random. Cheryl, that's what I'm saying. Such Jewel, random people. So they had yeah. three female artists in 99 out of the whole lineup. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. Cheryl Crow, Jewel, and Alanis Morissette. And then, so you have... Corn was there. The corn closed out one night. So you have, like, Jewel coming on, and then Jewel's like, here's corn. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so, like, it was very, like, a strange, like, lineup in the yeah. sense of how you're doing it and you're mixing in the sense so of the kind of, crowds like, of people, crowds too. that you're bringing out. So, like, what the documentary kind of portrays, which... You could take it however you want, but it was kind of like a money grab at the time because it's like let's just put a lineup that's gonna draw a lot of people exactly. out. All different types. And they of said the demographic that came was like 
which you know is, it could just be the documentary, but it was like m- like college to uh, like mid forties, mid forties or whatever. Like white males, like yeah. was there, and they were like you know, Limp biscuit, let's <laughs> like fucking push each other, break stuff. That's <laughs> like, and that's like basically what happened was like you had this so much like of this like pent up energy at the time. Yeah. And then there's also, like, the aspect of, like, DMX was there, and they were talking about, I think it was one of the guys from The Roots in the documentary talking about it, how, like, you had DMX, and he was, like, playing his songs as he would, and you have a crowd of, like, majority white men just out there just singing along with his lyrics, and, like... No, like, he would yell at the crowd, expecting yeah, like, them to yell back. And, like, like, they were all just doing, and they're, like, they're, like, how do you think the, you know the few black people that did go felt in that time that they're like doing this like but DMX was like on board with it he was just like trying to put on a show as he would anywhere else so it was like it was just crazy and then it turned into the pro another big problem with it was the you're screaming screaming. I'm making my point I have to emphasize it (laughs) another problem with it The like the venue of it. Which one? Military base. So it was on a military base, which was basically cement and pavement, nowhere for shade. Yeah. It was three hot days. And this was ninety nine. Ninety nine, and there was like they were selling water bottles for four dollars, selling beer for five, and they're like, well, what? That age group, those people, what do you think they're gonna buy? Yeah, and a lot of people started getting like pissy and calling it like greed stock because it's like. You have people out here, heat exhaustion, like, yeah. passing out, thirsty. Like, no one really thought to bring cash. And, like, the owners or whatever was like, well, you should have brought cash. And here's $4 water bottles. Instead of, like, handing them out for free or just making sure that the people there were safe. They just yeah. kind of put them in a bad situation. Like, unhealthy. Like, pe- two, pe- two people died at... One of the guys like, died in the documentary. He, like, died because of... So you can get, like... This is something I learned from it. You can get, like, hypothermia from getting extreme temperatures, like, changes. Yeah. Which is, like, like weird, because you think hypothermia, you think, like, getting extremely cold. But, like, if you, like, exert yourself so much, you can get hypothermia from that. Which is, like, crazy. So, there's, like, a guy's diary that he was writing a diary while he was at Woodstock talking about it. Like, how he was so excited about Metallica. And then he ends up, like, dying during Metallica. And his friends were, like looking for them because it's a huge festival there wasn't yeah. cell phones that popular then so, so they like, would have like a missing they had a meeting station. point that you could go to like and you'd write your name and like people would like it's just like crazy because it's yeah. was that the 91 99 but no the craziest thing with like Woodstock comparing it to the fire festival thing is the people like were being rebellious in a sense like because of what they were given and like the shitty situation they were put in not having tents or not having food and water like it they started i think did they spray paint greeds i think i saw a picture they spray painted greed stock and it said because (laughs) the documentary suggests that the riots and fires that broke out were on some level rebellions against exploitation because it's like the company or people that put this together there's so much to it. We could talk about it for yeah. really long because there's like a whole aspect involving MTV, like being oh, yeah. there, like because that was right when MTV went from like being like real music and yeah. all the time to going over to like not that pop music isn't real music, but like they were starting to blend all these genres and people like 
or like not happy yeah. about it and it was just like there was no, so much stuff going along with burning it. Burning stuff down. Yeah, there was fires and stuff. They st- said stages. A oh, lot of those? yeah, there was like really? a lot of assaults that apparently happened on females. Like you, you got to watch it. We won't spend the whole episode talking about it, but it was just something well, that, that was, was like, like a, a heavily focused on aspect of the documentary because it's like through the nipples back then, women are just like shirtless crowd yeah. surfing and just on video in this documentary you can just see them they're just getting groped and grabbed and like you can see them uncomfortable and then it's like portraying so many different sides of it like you're naked here expect it and then obviously the opposite of that is like well i shouldn't be touched just because my shirt's off and people got there was like a rape that was reported just like people crazy getting, like, stuff. Groped just in the one? Just no, people, well, that's the thing. The less than people are getting like groped in the crowds because there's so many people, and people yeah. are just like, "Oh, I can get away with just yeah, grabbing this exactly. person's butt and all this crazy stuff." And like, you yeah. can, like, there's a part where like, it was Offspring, I think, was on stage, mm-hmm. and they're like, "I see people like grabbing stuff like down there." And they're like, "That's not fucking cool." Yeah. They're like, "So, ladies, if a guy goes over you, like, grab his dick and rip it." Like, yeah. <laughs> Like but then, like, like even when awesome. the female Grab artists would get on stage, all the crowds just scream, like, show your tits, show your tits. Really? So it was just super... That's it was just a lot of crazy energy. But, like, so the one reason that I feel like I relate, not relate to it, but, like, why it draws my interest so much is that, like, the lineup is something that's still, like, relevant today in our music. Whereas, like, you hear the Woodstock 69 and, like, you know a lot of those artists, but it's not someone you would go see today. Right. Whereas, like, you can still go see Corn, You can still go see... Alanis Morissette, you can still go see Red Hot Chili Peppers, like all these people that are still in the music industry today. So it's like, <clears throat> but it was totally a different time, like no cell phones. So it's right. like all these situations yeah. that you would like, which <clears throat> I don't know. We really haven't been to like a music festival on that aspect. I don't think mm-hmm. you guys have either, where it's like you're sleeping over there for no. two or three days and like. Yeah. I mean, they had like showers set up, porta potties, but they weren't like good it yeah, was like you were, were like females were scared to go into the showers because of the stuff that was happening and the porter potties the sewage was overflowing people between the rain and the sewage overflowing from the mm-hmm. porter potties were literally sliding and like slip and slide like fun through yeah. shit and mud you and not knowing what paid. it was <laughs> so like i don't know i mean we've been in line at a freaking country concert and almost pissed our pants because of how long the lines are so yeah, yeah. and that was I just one concert with like a just a, a normal like <laughs> attendance yeah. yeah and then we, we were like standing there and we're like because <laughs> <laughs> i feel like most festivals i went to was like they're usually like not local but close so if you did go multiple days for the weekend, it was like you went, you enjoyed home. it, go home, go back the next day. Yeah. You know, it's not like we went like that's out like of state what these were like these big things were like these festivals that they would do and they put on these lineups that it's just like anybody you can think of is going to be there. Yeah, and they're going to be playing three days and play all hours of the day, and it's like it's just going to draw these huge crowds of people. Yeah. The guy from my work said at Woodstock '94, you would get so close enough and you couldn't park anywhere to it, so you had to get shuttle buses back to it. He's like, and then it got to a point after it where you were waiting like six hours for a shuttle bus to get back to your car. And he's well, like, that... it was. He was like, it was still like. He was like, it was fine. It wasn't as bad as this one, but he's like, but we eventually just started walking back to our car, and he's like, it was like six miles away. So we're just like, well, that's whatever. What Woodstock did they just parked and. 
people just started walking. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if it's completely accurate, <laughs> Marching but like, over the some hill. of the <laughs> artists had to be like airlifted in because yeah. they couldn't even get couldn't there. Couldn't get there. I was going to say, because you said the first one in 69 was at a farm. It was like, there's not really many places to park. Yeah. You know? That's I don't insane. know. Farms have a lot of fields. Very true. Very true. I mean, but good, it's like yeah. the take the corn. The, the road through the towns to get there was just crazy. I yeah. think so people literally would just they just stopped. I just and, got out. Like, out. We're yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty scary to think if you like something like, and someone I don't know if they said it during that or something else, but like shows what would happen if like you took a bunch of people and tried to like create a society yeah, somewhere like exactly with no like order to exactly because that's what i was Which thinking it'd be wild things too yeah like, no we definitely yeah. we definitely watched like a come together a very like <laughs> political documentary on it yeah that we watched so it was one-sided mostly but because i couldn't imagine like going there and, like staying in a tent overnight just to see it in the morning like like you said it would be like a little society yeah, yeah. for a weekend like I just couldn't imagine that. What have you guys been to, like music festivals? I mean, that's what I was gonna say is I can't imagine that big a crowd, and then being at the smaller shows that we go to at venues, and then even Warp Tour, like when it gets crazy and like you start getting trampled on, like could you imagine, however many people you said what four hundred thousand or something? Yeah. Plus, yeah. Like, there's no stopping that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing they said at some point. During the, which like we know from going to shows like there's points where you're just like you're just part of like a moving oh, organism yeah. like you're yeah. just your feet are off the ground sometimes you're swaying yeah. and it's like yeah. it's like that but it's like at least if you go to Warped Tour somewhere where we go to our concerts the attendance isn't as high where like if you have to turn around and go somewhere you can get there within Usually, like I mean there's a couple minutes instances where you do like yeah you but get these trapped. it's like you see the overhead shots of even some of the foreign festivals they do it's like oh it's, it's a crowd <laughs> it's a, not a crowd it's a sea of people <laughs> and it's like it's cool i like watching it from a screen i don't know how i'd feel <laughs> exactly, if i was there because the... at that point it's like they you're like in the back and you're like six rows of speakers like you're like six rows of speakers from the stage. So you're not even really seeing the stage exactly. at that point. You're just in a crowd of people and listening to a speaker exactly. of That's someone performing. You. Yeah. Which is like, there's a whole atmosphere to it and everything. And like, I always well, love Like, it. if things get out of hand, that's yeah. like, who's going to, like, at least <laughs> well, in our venues, problem, like, yeah. they have security guards that most likely will come in and, like, the well, that stock security was a joke. Like, they like, you can see yeah. of them just, like flirting who's with gonna find you in that seat? And, well, and how many to, how many people can you hire when you have that many people attending? Exactly. It's like right. you have one guard or one security guard per what every hundred people exactly. maybe. Yeah. It's like, and they were like said they trained them over a weekend, and it was like very loosely, and they're like they're stopping people and not letting them bring food or water in, but they're not stopping people and taking their drugs out. Right. So they're exactly. like drugs are getting in. And stuff like that, but no one's allowed to take their water bottles in because you got to buy the four dollar water bottle yeah. at the stand. It's like, and it got worse. I mean, I swear, didn't Warped Tour start having like water stations? But they still were so. So that's like Woodstock was like they had a water station too, but they're like, but it got to the point where people were just bathing in it, yeah. and they're like, so no one wants to drink that sweat. anymore because. Yeah. Exactly. And then the because you know you have one or two people that are gonna do something, and you're gonna have ten other people that see them. Well, let's do that too. Exactly. And that's like what happened at the Woodstock. They like 
had this whole mural of like art and like love piece art for the 99 one to you know um you know replicate and symbolize what the festival was supposed to be about and by the end of 99 people were just knocking it down for fun and they're like, this is that is... what you're saying? They were um, spray painted green stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, this was supposed to be like this symbol. Like people, like literally, they showed the people like paint hand painting these things, and then people just came through and were like drop kicking. They're like, why not? <laughs> Fuck the man! <laughs> they're like, no, he didn't do that. Some twelve year old girl came and painted that, <laughs> and you're just ruining it and peeing on it. <laughs> Which one had the <clears throat> the most people? What was the biggest? Attendance wise, I don't know. 69 or 99? I think 99 was worse. Uh, no, because did the military place have more secure or secure uh, values? I'm not sure. Now, because I feel like that generation was like worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> more like rebellious I, in I, a I sense, you know? Either things have gotten worse, or the media has just put it out there yeah, more. But worse, I don't yeah. know that you can put twenty people in a room and have peace anymore. Yeah, so very true. I think yeah, it's what tough. would happen? If, like, could happen today? I, I, I don't know. Though. I think I would have rather. And they have big music festivals then. still, and they. But you don't have like these hippies that like love peace and people anymore as much. I feel like it's a small like the one podcast you well, were saying how the emo generation has possibly shrunken. And maybe you're just wrong about that, but I feel like so is the... Emo's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the hippie generation... I don't know if generation even is the right... I don't know. I just feel like it's not as prominent as it was back then. Well, they said, like, Coachella is a huge festival and it's done pretty much, like, like, correctly, successfully. Like, they plan for it and they have a spot where they do it and they... They know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, they, they even mentioned that in the documentary. They're like, it has this, like, certain stigma to it, like, oh, Coachella, but they're like, but it's successful, and they continue to do it every year. Why do you think that is? Location? Maybe, and just uh, probably, like, the investors that are putting it on, being able to put the resources into it that you need to, because if you don't have that, that's when stuff starts to fall, kind of just like in the world you know what i mean like lala that was Lollapalooza that just happened right yeah in chicago yeah those crowds are huge i mean yeah i heard covid outbreaks but i mean yeah i don't know i don't know i've never been to like it's hard we can't speak on it to to as much of an extent because like for all of us the festivals we've been to are like me and alex did you go to bamboozle with us ever or no did not so it's a warp tour though well, I was gonna say, did you see the the Atlantic City concert happening right now? No. Thirty eight thousand people on the beach. On the beach. At, oh, wow. Atlantic City Boardwalk and Beach, yeah. For outside, for, I for guess, the at least. band Fish. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> Fish. Fish has a huge following. They're like a cult band. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the crowds. Are, exactly. The pictures thinking. of it that I've seen today are nuts. But. Yeah, so like the extent of a festival we've gone to is Warp Tour because it's it is a festival because there's different stages and stuff, but it's just it's definitely on a smaller scale I think, For and sure. you, and you can escape if you need to at those because exactly. it's at a venue like, I mean we've me and Alex have been to it in a couple of different cities and they're all pretty similar. They get a festival, or they get a, a venue location and they use their main stage as like a big spot for people to come and look, but then they put little stages all around. 
And it's like going to like a carnival, basically. Yeah, it's like a festival, festival slash tour. Obviously, yeah. the word tour, but yeah, but instead of doing it in three days, they do it like over three months. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even at that, you have people having heat exhaustion just from a yeah. day, and medical tents getting people yeah. coming in because yeah, you know. I at the warp tour I went to. I feel like I don't know. The moshing is so scary, and I don't know how females do it. Yeah. I like run the other way. It's right. like, but no it's like, it, it's like, Warped Tour. I feel like you just don't get trapped. Like if you don't want to be a part of that, you can like kind of like yeah, slide over right. here, find kind somewhere of thing. to go, and still yeah. hear and see, you know. Mm-hmm. But four hundred plus thousand, like yeah, that's insane. Like I feel like that would just be crammed. And like, were they on different stages, or was it just one? They stage? had different stages at Woodstock. I mean, had, the original Woodstock. I don't know. I guess so. Did they? There was three different stages at the, I think, 99. See, yeah, just they were three, like, like Warp Tour has like But they eight. were like a mile away, though. Yeah. They were oh, far yeah. from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? And they had like a, I was saying it earlier, but they had like a, like, a. this was the first time that they introduced like a dance rave tent that just went all night. Mm-hmm. So it's like, <laughs> just like a breeding ground for just drugs and things to be happening <laughs> not saying that that's the stigma that goes along with that music but just like yeah you can't it's eventually you're gonna get tired unless exactly. you're doing something exactly. <laughs> i mean sometimes you know select few people can so run on that bamboozle where there was like a small one of those yeah <laughs> just like a dance party but, but it's like that's a day but i <laughs> like doing it for three days in a row i don't i mean a lot of people did it and a lot of people do do like fire fest or firefly in delaware is a popular one now that I've had interest of going to before, and that's a, I've seen a lot of people I know go to it, and that's a camping, camping experience. I've never heard any like bad things from it either. Right, like, I'd like to hear if anyone has any stories, let us know. Um, so we, I mean, the extent of our like stories of Warped Tour, like nothing extremes happened or anything. No. Just like there's anything that could happen at a concert. Like you might see a fight break out. Exactly. But usually there's like... A little paramedic. Like, I was going to say Rev Gen when me and Bobby McCoog went, which is a Christian <laughs> Christian band show, but the headliner was As I Lay Dying. And somebody had to get paramedic out of the, yeah, of the crowd. Uh, we don't know. This, uh, the ambulance pulled up, but they had to literally stretch or somebody out. Yeah, I've been at small shows where people have gotten like oh for sure hurt and like mosh knocked pits out. Or, and yeah, I myself have has had. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> no ambulance. The, though, right? the size of the crowd doesn't matter in that aspect, really. Yeah. I guess it's just like what you guys are there for, because it's yeah. like. If you're there for a concert and you're going to be there for the day, I think that's okay. And I think people get on with it then. Yeah. But if you're there and you have to live there for three days and you have to yeah, do different. your normal, like, routine Drinking, of, showering. like, trying exactly. to live your life and then go to a music festival every day, yeah. it starts to get sloppy and messy and, like... It's totally different. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, picture, could you imagine trying to uh, sleep on the Camden... Could you imagine like three days hungry on day one and not being able to get like chicken tenders or something? <laughs> but like, no, that's like now that you say that, like, like all the show warp tours at Camden, we all had to pack into the the hill, like the grass hill. Yeah, and that's like oh, where we stayed for three days. Oh, like if we had to, do like that. a festival. Yeah, like, for... yeah. Oh my god, that'd be insane. 
It's, it's, it's tough already if you go to a Jimmy from... Buffett concert there to <laughs> get a seat. Very true. I wish we heard from people that have gone to like. I, One I, of those I've definitely festivals. seen like people we went to school with gone to the three day thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they had good experiences. Mike they T. Seem Mike like T. It. Has gone to the Firefly. I'm pretty sure. But he's like a well experienced camper, so it might not be. I was gonna say he like, camped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So Lex has a story for from from a, a friend and a listener. Go ahead. You can share us. So Heather sent me a story. Um, I've never heard of this one, but Moonrise in Baltimore. She said I've been there twice. One year there was a severe thunderstorm warning, and they had to evacuate everyone from the festival. Which is funny because, like, at Woodstock, it definitely poured. And I don't know if it was a storm or not, but everybody just stayed. Um, It was literally a nightmare trying to make our way out. Me and my one friend got separated from our group. We wound up hiding out underneath the horse stadium from the rain with a ton of people who were on acid and other drugs. (laughs) (laughs) They were super nice and entertaining. What you doing in my water? (laughs) (laughs) Not fishing. Eventually, everyone got tired of them fucking around and not letting us back in the back in that a massive crowd stormed the fence down and broke in so there you go that's like woodstock then i did molly and i had an amazing night completely soaked dancing in the rain <laughs> <laughs> sounds a like a good story. experience yeah, sure. <laughs> molly uh, i'm glad we got that story because it sums up everything we said <laughs> yeah. oh, legit. drugs oh, legit. storming the fence great time oh, legit. there but, was where was I mean, we've been at, like, Camden, the Camden Warp Tour, and it's rained before, and people just start mudsliding down the hill. And yeah. it's, like, it's hard to not want to do that, but then imagine if you had to go to a concert for the next two days after doing that. Exactly. And camping. Right. So it's, like... Oh, it's gone. I had another... Someone else made a story. Do you remember his story? Oh, okay. I have it. Um, Gucci, who has been on the podcast a few times, said... We killed Bin Laden the night I was at Bamboozle, and the whole crowd erupted in a USA chant. <laughs> and you think you were there for that? I right? might have been. I'm, there was only a couple years that they did it, and I think yeah. we went every year. But there were definitely two to three days that they did that. But it wasn't a two to three day stay here and camp yeah. out. It was you have to buy a ticket for each day and come back each day gotcha. and go through the whole thing of getting checked in, security and everything. So... Those were fun festivals. They were definitely like a, a, a blend of music genres because you had Paramore playing at one time and then Snoop Dogg would be on after it. And it was just like, you had such like a, which is cool that they can do that for music festivals. Like exactly. you can get different because cause music brings us all together for no sure. matter what kind of music it is. Why do you look like I'm about to attack you? <laughs> because I've been to some music places with you, and I think it's made me run a little further from you. You fucking like it. <laughs> Born of Osiris. No, thank you. Born of Osiris. I don't think I've ever seen them all. I feel like that's been mentioned many times on this podcast. It's scary. She's, she's, she's tra- I traumatized her, okay? She just relives Why? her past Why trauma. It's just oh, no. a level she's too a, heavy for me. She's a wuss. It wasn't like the mosh pits or anything. It was just it was strictly the music. Oh, just everything. Just the scene. The pe- I feel like that's not Everyone, the everyone show, turned around man. and looked at her and was like, kill. It was just so weird because I'm telling you, I would love to go to like a Diane Word concert and that's weird as shit. And I'm sure the craziest people go there and I'd be a weird person there that wouldn't fit in. But I'd love it. I but some people would be scared of that. Yeah. Like, so it's, yeah. just, it's just not my type of music. Yeah. It's just perfect. 
Ugh, personal preference. Yeah. At least you went. It was an experience. Yes, it was. <laughs> You'll never forget it either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. There, I mean, I feel like music festivals are cool because, like, I feel like our parents went to them too. Mm-hmm. If you, like, talk to your parents, they usually went to at least, like, one in their childhood. I would definitely like, love to go to one. Like, I think, I used to be really, like, intimidated by them because yeah. I'm like, you don't shower for three days, what? <laughs> but... I, then I like started opening up to the idea, and I'm like, wait, that could actually be really fun. Well, I don't know. I have to watch that and documentary, I and I was like, fuck that. I'll just go to no. one day. I'll be okay. I'll go. Over. It is a little scary. It is. It's like yeah. getting separated is scary, and the fact that I don't know there there are so many people that I don't want something happening to me. I don't want to yeah. be groped or lost. But I feel like even if you go to a normal show, something to do could some happen. Drugs. I'm just kidding. But even if you go to a normal show, like something right. could happen. Like you never know. That's. That's, like, I have like a little bit of a fear of like these yeah. big places though and crowds and. Uh, I, I feel like if I did it, I would want to go with like a big group, like yeah. a bunch of us camping Definitely. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like just me and one other person. I didn't even like. We went to the country concert and there was a fight that broke out. And it's like if you're just close by, you could just be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Exactly. And it's just, but that can be anywhere. So exactly. why not just anywhere. enjoy some music and exactly. take the chance? Country concerts are always a recipe for fighting. Because there's such a mixture of people such and drunk. A They're just hammered. Like, I feel like that's the biggest reason. The... Beer muscles. Like, <laughs> seriously. You looking that at my girl, bro? <laughs> you looking at my girl? <laughs> I just crushed four Miller lights in the fucking lawn. Now I got something to think about. <laughs> she's not even my girl. I just met her today, but she's my girl right now. It's XTU. We need to fight. That's great. Would not be XTU without a fight. <laughs> Did you ever go next to you? Uh, we haven't. Oh, really? Nah. We haven't done gone to like Just Warp Tour together. Warp Tour. She says it's so yeah. funny. Warp, warp Tour. <laughs> Here I am, Warp Tour. <laughs> but now Warp Tour is not a thing anymore, which is sad. Cause, so like, weird. I wanted my kids to go to So why isn't it a thing? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to look it up. The guy who was throwing it just decided not to do it anymore. So always a new guy. You should be the new guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> All right, that leads us into our final lightning round question. What would the name of your festival be if you had one? And like, <laughs> and like, wow. and like, what would your if just for you know, what would your like ideal setting be for it? Like, because there's different ones. Like, there's like there was this the bamboozle kind of I think evolved from I think it was called the skate and surf or something festival was the original bamboozle and it turned into that. And it was on, like, Asbury Park, the beach in Jersey. So, like, you could have a festival on the beach. You could have the the rural countryside festival. Does rural mean country-ish? Yes. Yeah. I knew that. I didn't <laughs> have to <laughs> ask it. I'm just testing you guys. Um, uh, how large are you talking festival? Like, because that all spatial-wise... You're throwing it, so you tell me. Do you want to go first? I would want, like, a... What's it called? I don't know. I don't know. Letty Palooza. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like this is literally like your festival, or is it like your idea of festival that you would want to go to? No. Oh, uh, you know what I mean. A little bit of both, like because if well, you're, you're throwing it, if you're so throwing you're... it, you would definitely want to go to it. I think it would be really fun to do like a fall one, so it's not like deathly hot in the summer. And I would do it like in like the mount, like. Like a cabiny type of huge place that you could do like fires and like 
oh yeah ballish kind of things Uh-oh. and you can wear your little smoky would not approve <laughs> well i i know fires could be a problem and stuff but like i think How it'd be fun to be able to stay in a cabin yeah. and the then park. go to like a large wooded area with music playing and different sections and it'd be like a nice chill crispy crisp not crispy <laughs> fall hair <laughs> i was like crispy Wait, what? <laughs> i don't know kind of just like your October vibe, but yeah. the music festival, I Ooh, think that'd be really You could fun. have a lake, and you could put a stage in the middle of the lake. That would be, oh, that would that be so dope. cool. But, like, I don't know, like, the beach stuff's cool, dr- too, the... but I'm just, I, I want to try a different season for it, yeah. I think. I think that would be fun. Yeah. That would be dope. Just, like, a different kind of atmosphere to it. Yeah. I that feel like that's the perfect time of year, like, September, October-ish, like. Yeah. It's not deathly hot. Firefest like... is in September, I think. What is? Fi- no, not Firefest. Firefly. <laughs> Sorry, they got Fire the two got mixed up. Firefly is the nice one that actually does play music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's in like I think that's kind of campgrounder. So that might really? be your ideal festival. Right, I think it is. It. It's in that's Delaware cool. somewhere, but. As for the music, not sure. That's okay. Probably like my typical what is it like alternative rock that I like. To my sing Chemical along to. Romance. Oh, uh, see, that's a oh, problem too, because I could go any direction. <laughs> yeah, well, I would do like, here's your alternative rock. Here's like your, yeah. you know, here's your pop. Here's your exactly, like and that. That's what I would do. Different. Sections. I would definitely have like all different types because I listen to all different genres. So it's right. like, oh, I got that in mind. All right, go ahead. What do you got? All genres matter. Music. <laughs> all genres oh, that's matter. Nice. That is good. That's solid. Oh, it would be nuts. That would be well. Where's it gonna be at? That's where I'm, I'm torn. What if boats just pulled up to your Island. stage in the lake? <laughs> no, like you stay on your boat. That's dangerous. <laughs> you get excited, you fall off the boat, uh, there's a crowd of boats and you're under <laughs> Logistically, uh, it might not be the best. <laughs> I like the creativity. I'm thinking though. more the rural aspect, but... Yeah. Just like a big ass field and I'm sticking with that but yeah I'd have country rap <laughs> screamo <laughs> and it would just it would all come together all different shows <laughs> all together <laughs> what do you got Nick? and the waters would be one dollar <laughs> <laughs> not five yeah. uh, so I was thinking my uh my festival would probably be like called and the Nick of Time Festival. Oh, that's great. But I would want to do it, like, you gave me this idea, but, like, like at a at a huge lake and have, like, three different stages in the lake so everybody can be on the sand and be in the water. But the only thing I would do is I would make it all strictly night. So from, like, the time it gets dark till, like, 5, 6 in the morning. So you can see the sunrise and everything. But the only thing would be, like, the sleep schedules. Yeah. But I just think it would be cool with, like, especially, like, drugs involved like molly and stuff. <laughs> if everybody's wearing like glow stuff you know oh, what i mean like cool. swimming and like would you know people I mean? be required to wear um life vests floaties or i mean not like deep i mean I would, the stages wouldn't be like in the middle of the lake it would be like closer to shore but just so like you know like you can swim or walk on the beach the, uh, there's some logistics we gotta figure out how oh, to yeah, get the sure electronics out to the stages in the lake oh there's ways around that I don't know wow <laughs> we'll figure it out underground tunnels Tunnel tubes it. Tunnel. You know? 
Lexa be going oh, around Lord. putting water wingies on people's feet and watching them <laughs> struggle. I mean, it's 2021. You can probably do everything Bluetooth nowadays. Like, just <laughs> Wait, what about a music festival where you wear the oh, silent headphones? Yeah, that would be that would dope. That would be so cool. It'd be a lot of headphones. You, you could do that in the water, though. That'd be the only thing. Well, at my festival. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, speaking of electri- uh, being electrocuted at Woodstock, I, I think it was Woodstock. Yeah, they were being electrocuted while singing because of the rain and stuff. Oh, and it, that's yeah. the one I was talking about? Wow. The original one? One of them. I don't oh. know. I haven't deciphered the three of them. That's wild. No, I, I thought of that question because I always like, one of the things I used to think of, I haven't thought of it in a while, but when I was younger, it was like, if I came into a lot of money at some point, like if I hit, like, I probably thought about it when like there was those big Powerball jackpots and yeah. I thought if I'm one, I'm like, I feel like if I went, I would throw like a huge festival. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, have enough money to book artists and and get somewhere. You know, obviously, don't know if I'd be able to pull it off. But <laughs> you try. I'd end up like that guy in <laughs> yeah, jail. So you, if you had enough money, I'm pretty sure. You but could, my but... idea would always be like my ideal was always like like kind of like a I don't know. I'm always about like suburbs. So like if you had like an empty like like mall or something like a mall complex like mm. like montgomery county mall is shut down right now so if we could get that and like you could have stages around in the parking lot and they're like something like that oh so like the whole like the whole complex the whole space not yeah, just the mall. not just in the yeah. mall like you could do stuff in the parking lot and do yeah. stuff there but that's not really it was mine's more of a one day or like leave and come yeah. back type thing because not ideal to like sleep somewhere which is like the hardest part about throwing a festival is trying to put lodging for places exactly because it's like even the same thing with like if you're like a nascar fan like nascar like events pretty much everywhere they go is an all weekend thing because they have three different series of racings that they do like up until sunday where like the pro race is yeah. And people stay there for it, but ninety oh, yeah. percent of the people that stay there have trailers or RVs. Exactly, and they the s- like yeah. So it's like that's a good way. Like I'm sure Firefly Firefly offers like RV camping spots, which is like that's what they do. They offer like you can do a tent camping, you yeah. can do an RV, but like. Well, what's your? You didn't give a name. What's the yeah. name of yours? Uh, I don't know. I that was the number one thing. You need the name. <laughs> Extravaganza. Uh, suburb, suburbia. Suburbia? suburbia. There you go. <laughs> suburban utopia. Disturbia. <laughs> no, it kind of made me think too about the lake. Like if you had a river, it's kind of how Camden's on the river, but you obviously can't see. But like, could you imagine if you had a stage and you like drive your boat up? That's what I was saying. That'd be so cool to drive your boat up. And, like, if you stick to your own boat, you sleep in your own boat. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right, so the answer to having a good time at a festival is either have an RV or have a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Or your own cabin. Pretty much. No tents. Tents are bad. (laughs) Yeah, tents are bad. All right, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for talking about music festivals. Hopefully we piqued somebody's interest and they want to go to one sometime soon when it's safer for all of us. Bring Woodstock back. Bring back Warp Tour. That too. Bring them all back. <laughs> all right. Anybody else? Don't forget to buy your ticket for Lovely La Palooza. Letty Palooza. How do you say? Letty La 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 Palooza. I will provide water. La La Palooza. It's Letty La 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 La. Maybe. Still figuring out the logistics. It's debatable.
Alright guys, it's the count of three, everybody say goodnight. One, two, three, goodnight. Good night. What did you say? I said good night. <laughs> Be here or be square.